Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I am the Giant Show and Hood, and that is Dave Taylor. How's it going, everybody? And we are the hosts of Eat Sleep Podcast, Repeat FM 99, and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. Uh, we are here joining you on this Monday uh, <laughs> to hang out with you and just kind of discuss some quick takes in uh, wrestling this week. Not, not a ton of hot stuff going on over the last week or so in wrestling, so we'll kind of just throw a couple of thoughts at you real quick. If you have any thoughts, please, please feel free to jump in in the comments. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, but this Easy Eat, Eat Sleep podcast, repeat, as I said, FM99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. If you want to find us all the time, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. It's the easiest way to do that right under the media tab. It takes you to our most recent episode each and every week. You can also find us in all your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling and subscribe and give a five-star rating and review when you do on all your major podcasting apps. And if you want to get in touch with us on social media, which if you're watching this live, you already have, but... You could, there's more social media, facebook.com slash ESPR99 and at, on Twitter at ESPR99. And last but not least, the email ESPR at FM99.com. So, yeah, this week, again, not a ton happening in the wrestling world, which makes for Dave and I kind of sitting here going, Meh, when we look at what's happening and what we're going to talk about. So we kind of just grabbed some quick things that we had thoughts on. Um, nothing earth shattering, I don't believe. Um, but if you have any thoughts, please throw them in there. Uh well, I guess so. Without further ado, take it away, Dave. All right. Well, we'll start because we, we have a, I guess, a Monday Night Raw tonight, and last week's Raw, um, well, it averaged uh, 1.774 million viewers last last Monday, which is um, that was the lowest Raw, but it, it is a pretty low Raw. Hey, it's Patrine. Patrine's awake. Hi, Patrine. Hey, hi, Patrine. Uh, we caught her for once. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, that's a horrendously low. That is a horrendously low rating for Raw. Um. That, dude, they have been in a spiral since before the pandemic. I mean, yeah. realistically, it, it has been in a, they have been on, on a decline since before the pandemic. And here in the last, like, I feel like six months, they have really started pe like spinning out of control in regards to the creative. And I mean, there's been some good things on there, but they're largely overshadowed by how much crap you have to sit through. And, and, and yeah, and you mentioned it, you know, there are some good things. Hey, Philip. Hey, Philip. Um, I mean, there's been some good things. We'll, we'll point those out before we trash everything. Um, mm -hmm. you know, Drew McIntyre. Absolutely. Um, Bobby Lashley, the rebirth Absolutely. of that. MVP. Hey, um, Jeffrey. Hey, Jeffrey. M MVP and the whole, the whole Hurt business at that time until yeah. we got rid of Shelton Benjamin and Alexander. And, and then the bad things. So, yes, the Hurt business, you 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 get rid of Shelton and, and, uh, and, and Benjamin for, for no reason. Um, yeah, uh, Retribution. Oh, that's right. Retribution. That's uh, right. Randy Orton and the Fiend. Um, yeah, yeah. There's been there's there's been a lot of stuff on there that has just been like. I mean, the problem it's, is the the good stuff oftentimes is really good, but it's not hot. You yeah. know what I mean? There's nothing terribly exciting about it. And I'm with Patrine on this one. That show should not be three hours long. This last yeah. week of Raw might have been the worst first hour of Raw I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. The sheer fact that we have this pointless Elias concert, whose character has not evolved one bit in all this time, um, with who, who actually he hasn't evolved at all. Um, no. And in, in addition to that, they somehow suck another guy into it by putting Riker with him into an act that hasn't evolved or gone anywhere in years. Yeah. And it's like, man, this is really not benefiting anybody. And that turns into somehow a, a, a tomato throwing thing with the New Day and uh, Damian Priest, which leads to the stereo, you know, the, the typical six man tag match, blah, 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 blah. It's just like, oh my gosh, this is so, so 
bad. Um, and it's a bummer for Priest. It's a bummer for yeah. Elias. It's because, I mean, by Elias is a talented dude. I mean, he could be doing more than this. Um, and it really, the New Day, I got to be honest with you, the last several months, I have not been a fan of the New Day overall. They have not been entertaining me. Yeah, I, I know what's what's going on here. I mean, I don't want to say if you're stuck in a gear. I mean, they're going to blend creative. I mean, this the, the thing is, you put all the talent together on Monday, it was a decent match. But absolutely, there, absolutely. Get, getting there, though, was was, was wretched. It was, it was terrible. Horrendous, dude. I almost didn't wait till we got to the match. Yeah. And especially because we know we're getting this area, the typical, uh, um, we know we're getting the typical, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, six-man tag. So it's like, it's not even exciting in that regard because, like, I know what we're getting. You know, yeah. like, I already know where this is going, and it's not – we said before, it's not a bad thing if it's good on the way to the story. If, you know, it's not bad that I know what, yeah, a predictable ending if the story getting there is good, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like I can, I can watch Star Wars, and I know that, you know, in the end – spoiler alert – Luke Skywalker is going to defeat, you know, the Emperor. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, but the story getting there is good. In this case, yeah. I know the outcome. We're going to get this six-man tag match, but getting to it, just that time frame there, not even an hour and a half, you know, movie, yeah. um, just that time from there is so bad, I just don't want to even get to that point. And so far, well, like, Backlash is on the 15th or something like that, 16th. Yeah, two weeks. Um, yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. And we've got two matches announced so far. We've got the triple threat between Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and Braun Strowman, which should be a good match. But I'm not really sold on the story getting there. Um, and Bianca Belair and Bailey, which again should be a good match. Um, yeah. so those two right there, if that's the whole card, hey, it'll be a hit. But, yeah, uh, th then you got you know, I mean, Rhea Ripley's a champion, but like, does showing nothing to be as the strong person that she's come across. Um, the Charlotte thing should be dragged out, there, she should be coming back a week later from the suspension. Let her, you know, let her like be talking to Sonny Deville. Or whatever else. There's no need to rush through this. What we need to hurry for? You know, we got you got plenty of time. Yeah. Of all things, you could drag out drag out the suspensions. The Sonya Deville thing, especially. Like, I mean, they they've done little hints here and there that Sonya might not be on the same page as Adam Pierce. But just all of a sudden, in one night, we're like, oh, we're going to usurp usurp his authority and blah 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 blah. And it's like, man, you could have dragged this out a little bit longer. Like, yeah. she needed to have a really good explanation for why she she did these things. Like. In a way that makes her seem like, you know, like to Adam Pierce, like, oh, I, I, uh, I wasn't going behind your back. I was just writing this before we got in any more trouble. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Like there was a lawsuit coming or something like that. Charlotte told her it was a lawsuit, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And she's just like, look, I was just trying to fix this before it became something we couldn't handle. And yeah. then, you know, at least Adam Pierce can be like, all right, well, you screwed up, but your heart was in the right place. And he goes on trusting her and, you know, a little more underhandedness, blah, 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 blah. Because I don't know, I'm just with you. It's 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 you. You rushed through it, and you know, dude. I'm I, when they told me that Charlotte was going to be suspended for a little while. I was like, oh, okay. So she's going to be. They're going to keep her off TV for just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then she'll be back for this story point. You know, blah 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 blah. Nope, nope. Going on. Well, I, I, guess, I, I guess you're like, well, we got to build the match. You know, the something that uh, like you should put off Charlotte and Rhea. You know, it's like as long as you can. But I, I like that match in the me like this is our Roman match like like that needs to be a big pay per view. I mean, yeah. I mean that just, you know, save that, build to it, have it mean something. Well, and I get where they are there as far as the time frame. They're a little they're a little hamstrung in that regard. Um, I think what might end up happening is 
you know, you'll you will get Cesaro and Roman Reigns um, at some point. Will it be a backlash? I don't know. Um, I don't remember what the next pay per view is after backlash. Is it Money in the Bank? Uh, yeah, because I think they moved Money in the Bank to um, like a little bit later. So I'll double check. Oh, okay, that. all right. Because um, I mean, I could see it happening at any one of these shows. But really, I'm with you. I'd want to be. I'd, I'd want that to be the SummerSlam match. You know yeah. what I mean? I'd I'd really want that to be the SummerSlam match. But knowing Vince McMahon and how he feels about people like Cesaro, I could also see him being like, no, 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 that's not a marquee match for a SummerSlam. Yeah, um, and Money Back, uh, Money in the Bank is June twentieth. What I don't want to happen is, you know, uh, however they do it, like I don't want like Cesaro winning Money in the Bank and then cashing out Roman would be stupid. Right. Uh, well, yeah. what they what they could do is he could win the thing, and then cash it in legitimately, like John Cena did. Like I'm cashing in my briefcase for a match at, you know what I mean? So that he's yeah. not going to be underhanded. He's not going to screw over Roman. He's not going to do anything like that. I'm cashing in, and I'm going to beat you at SummerSlam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that that could work great. I see. I like that because the belt would be there because then Roman can't avoid him. Right. Right. There's no way out of it. This is a guaranteed title shot. Yeah. You cannot get out of this match. You cannot wiggle your way out. And, and that would legitify the money in the bank because we complain about that. And then it, it, and Cesaro would be like, "Look, I have this now." You know, because then Paul Heyman could do everything he can. You know, you know, and Roman get out of it, which is you know great because they're obviously a great heat machine. Hey, what do you think of Roman's new music, by the way? I like it. But like three it. years too late, but yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I'm okay with it because it's a shift in character. He's really never changed character until this point, so I'm fine with the music coming with the new character. You know, yeah, the, new, it, the it, new shift in his character. But if it is fits, and, and by the way, on SmackDown, I, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll uh, change gears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That um, they really dragged the title match was outstanding. Oh my gosh, right? so good, so if good. If you haven't seen the title match of SmackDown, go watch it. Uh, try to watch the whole thing if you can. It is well done. No interference. Mm-hmm. Uh, pay-per-view quality match. And uh, the only thing I didn't like was that, like, you know, the title match is coming up. They dragged that sucker out as long as they could before the match even started with, you know, the intros and everything else where it's just like, oh, my gosh, you know. Right. That, that's the only complaint when you're watching it live. Right. Yeah, it is. I Dude, the match was so, so good. Uh, Jeffrey says he never thought they would change his music. It sucks they're facing out all the CFO music because they're still – Way better than who they have now. Um, I agree with you. I think most of the music they had from the last like ten years or so or whatever is is better than a lot of the newer stuff we're seeing. Um, but that being said, I thought Roman's music was very good. Um, it, it does suck that they have to do this, that they have to phase out a lot of this music. But it is what it is. Um, I'm fine with them, you know, switching new songs, for, especially with character shifts like this. I think it makes a perfect amount of sense. Um, I'm really hoping that we, there's some guys I don't want to see the music change for. Like when Alistair Black finally comes back, I don't want his music to change. I want it to be the same. Um, because his, his music is great. It needs to stay the way it is that I don't think that was written by that outside group. That was written by that, that, that band, um, um, code orange, I think is what it was. Um, yeah, big E's new theme is good. I agree with that one as well. Uh, that's a, it's a banger. It it sounds good. I I could see that hitting for him as a main eventer and whatnot. I, I like that. And that's the, you know what's funny is that's the first thing I think. I think if this music hits and I hear that music coming for somebody to like interrupt a segment or to is an, as coming out in the Royal Rumble or something like that, do I get hyped? Does that music make me feel like this guy is, is especially Royal Rumble, do I think this guy is one of those guys that you invariably think is, is one of the ones to win the match because he's a main yeah. eventer? You know what I mean? 
Um, and I think Big E's music does that for him for but, sure. But, but but that that's very important that you that you we just pointed out I, mm-hmm. because you know when in the old days of the music, but you know when you heard those first notes of, mm-hmm. of things coming out, you immediately identified it. Half the time you hear this music, and a lot of it, I don't want to say it sounds it just sounds generic mm-hmm. and whatever else. Where I like who the heck is who? I, I can't figure it out because it all sounds like a rock song and somebody's screaming. And I don't know. I mean, you know, and Rhea Ripley's intro. If it wasn't for that, uh, this is what are that. That that was that was that was really unfortunate. Uh, well, I'm not talking about mania, but just in general, you know, where he's got. Oh, that, I love the music. I think it fits her perfectly. Yeah, but, but um, it's like, but that's like identifiable, you know, with the whole, um, uh, you know, uh, Becky Lynch with the whoa, you know, and yeah, then, yeah, Tammy, Tammy Zane. Yeah, oh, without a doubt, without that. a doubt, there's certain you things know, you hear and it just clicks. But then you know, but then you had uh, Lacey Evans with uh, you know the buzzard, and people hated that because he just. I don't know if it was just because it was obnoxious or, but it's just though, and, and, and then the song starts. It's like, uh, oh, I think we lost Sean there for a second. Um, but the, Jeffrey says, exactly, that's why I need to hire somebody to do the music. Uh, okay, Jeffrey, we'll let know you're available uh, when it comes to that. Okay, we're going to wait for Sean to come back. So I'm going to get rid of that freeze frame for just a second. Uh, by the way, since everybody's there, um, there we go. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, where where does Daniel Bryan go in this situation? Now he lost. He lost match I mean, realistically, the only option is is I mean, Raw, which if if he continues to wrestle Raw, I would love for him to decide he's going to go to NXT. I think that, that would be amazing. Because because okay, he's done a Twilight in his career, which which is, yeah, but which. But he seems so content of putting guys over. I mean, losing the Cesaro cleanly, tapping yeah. out, you know, finally getting the range thing to happen, you know, that what way. He, what he could do would be maybe go down to NXT and make his goal of NXT be like, be like, I'm here because I think the best talent in the world is on this roster in NXT. And I'm tired of people treating it uh, like it is, like it's not, like it's some, some, uh, inferior group to Raw and SmackDown's rosters because it's not. I would stack this roster up against either of those rosters, blah, 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 blah. And I would have him kind of do this almost like NXT is the Daniel Bryan of the rosters. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, we're not going to take this kind of treatment. We're going to stand up and take what we what we deserve and like have him like maybe win the NXT championship and then go on to like push for matches on the pay-per-views, on the, you know what I mean? On the, you know, really get attention to NXT be like, and he can raise hell. Like why were we on survivor series two years ago? We, you know, NXT kicked the living hell at a raw and SmackDown and we yeah. weren't even on it on this last year. You know what I mean? We weren't even featured. Um, I think that would be awesome to see him do that. And I think he could, you know, I agree with Jeff for that. I do think he's going to retire soon, but Daniel Bryan is the kind of guy who says that he, um, he's the kind of guy who says that he wants to, uh, uh, you know, really give back to the business, and I think the really hype bringing up NXT's level um, could help out a lot with that. Yeah, because I, I mean, Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, mm-hmm. um, you know, Dude, there's so many guys there. I'd love to see him wrestle. Yeah, so many. Uh, uh, I'd love Tomasa I'd love, Ciampa. Yeah, Tomasa Ciampa, Johnny Gargano. I'd love to see him wrestle some of the bigger dudes too. I'd love to see him wrestle Bronson Reed. Um, I'd love to see. I got to be perfectly honest. With you, I think he'd have a, a really good set of matches with, and this is going to sound silly because we haven't seen a lot from him. But I think he'd have a good set of matches with LA Knight. Uh, I think him and Cameron Grimes could tear the house down. I think uh, there's there's all these these dudes down there who are so talented. And oh my god, can I please get a carrying cross Daniel Bryan match? Like those guys both love MMA and, and submission style wrestling. Like that would be uh, that would be so cool to watch. 
Um, I'd love that. We'll see if it ever goes that route. I think most likely he ends up on Raw if he continues to wrestle. Um, we'll I'm going yeah, to push for NXT, which, by the way, what do you think of the, the Million Dollar Man showing up in NXT? It was fine. I don't know what else you're going to do with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what's, what, what the point of that was other than to punk Cameron Grimes, but yeah. it was a fun little segment. Yeah, yeah, because I don't know, you know, if there's going to be more vignettes with this or, or what. I what I thought was funny was the um, the the point people pointing out that the two that the two watches like they were pointing out exactly what they were, and they're like, um, the one that Cameron Grimes is holding is infinitely more expensive than the one yeah. Ted DiBiase has, especially <laughs> with all those fake diamonds all over it. Yeah. Um, they were like, that brings the value of that watch down, and it already wasn't worth as much. Like I was like, wow, all these watch heads out here, man, they're going nuts. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was a fun segment overall, you know. But I, I don't know where that leads. I don't know if it goes anywhere, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. You know. Oh, by the way, I want to know from SmackDown before we do some AWDs. I just thought it was weird doing the tag team match, which, by the way, they got, they got to fix the women's division. Um, you know, and, and they had a great team, obviously, they broke up and then shipped off. It was the Iconics. And I thought it was weird during the tag team match that in the, it was not, not even talking about the team, but Pat McAfee said the word Iconic during the tag match. I was like, oh, wow, of all words to drop. Stand out. Yeah, it's a little weird, but that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's a word. It was there before them. It'll be there after them. So exactly, exactly. We'll All right, switching uh, gears to uh, I guess AEW and Impact. Uh, Kenny Omega, the he, collector. He, Kenny Omega, man. He, there's that picture of like Triple H with like all the belts. You know, yeah. Is that- trying to make with Kenny Omega. Dude, Kenny Omega, I saw a great meme of Kenny Omega as Thanos uh, from the Marvel movies. And like he's wearing that Infinity Gauntlet and he's like, he's got like different world championships in the in the, in the the gauntlet and he's holding the Impact Championship and he's putting it in that slot right there. And I was like, that's pretty great. Um, and that's kind of how he comes across. Uh, first of all, if you didn't see the match, I think it was, the was it Rebellion? Was that the name of the pay-per-view? Yeah. Um, they say it was Rebellion. If you didn't see it, it was Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega and it was a great match um just stellar absolutely go out of your way to see it if you haven't um and t- you know what i'm gonna give impact some credit as well they followed up this past uh this past week with a really solid episode of impact um they had a uh, they had a, uh, a people qualifying matches for a six-way qualifier for somebody to uh challenge kenny omega for the championship they had a good uh, title match between josh alexander and ace austin for the x division championship which was really really good taylor wilde is back there now um, in Impact Wrestling, so she's back. So look, it was really cool. It was really, really cool. Um, I, I think that uh, bringing attention to Impact is a good thing because there is some ta- really talented people on there. Um, and I don't know what the end game is here. I don't know if the point is just to do a little cross promotion and kind of maybe show both shows hoping they're helping each other out. Um, you know, maybe build a new star that that defeats Kenny Omega for the championship or something. Or if the objective is like I, I don't know, maybe at some point it like. AEW just straight up buys Impact. I don't know. Maybe, uh, but it, it just it just seemed. I mean, not like odd because people would always joke, you know, the whole Triple H thing, or like as Jeffrey said, Cody. But but yeah, but you know that maybe that's what makes it intriguing because it hasn't worn its welcome out yet. You know, he no, wins yeah. another title. Uh, this is the Kenny Omega that we expected what two years ago. Yes, he's and, finally you know, at that level. Yeah, he, he waited a long time to get uh, to get that. Um, and, and speaking of. Uh, Impact. Uh, Phil brings up a good question. Uh, I, I think Tess is going to go AEW if she's going to go anywhere. I think she. I, I, I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent sure because she had that baggage with uh, the you know people saying that she said some really awful things and treated people terribly. But the catch there being that we don't, and I'm not trying to be a jerk about this. I'm really not. I, I'm not de- devaluing anybody's anybody's what's happened to them. 
there's as far as I know, nothing has been proven outside of people saying she did things. And she said she didn't. And it's like, okay, well, I don't know if that's enough to actually scare WWE away because they have people on their roster still that yeah. uh, have a lot more damning evidence against them than that and um, are still a part of that company. Um, so I don't, I don't know, dude. I could see them. They really take a lot of pride in the NXT div- women's division being the best division in women's wrestling. Uh, in wrestling, I mean, they think it's it's which it's you know amazing, and it is. It um, is. It, I, it is I could very them. easily see them at least trying out Tessa Blanchard on NXT and seeing what happens with that. Yeah. Um, and I think Tessa might consider that just because then she's one step. I mean, first of all, her dad her her dad's an AEW. Obviously, we all know that, so there's that yeah. easy fit there. But that might be exactly one of the reasons she doesn't want to go to AEW. Because she doesn't want to be, well, you're only here because your dad's here. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be, you know, oh, he must have pulled some strings backstage and blah, blah, you know what I mean? Um, I I, I feel like, I do feel like AEW is the most realistic option. But WWE, again, I think they have people on their roster that are much more damaged goods, if you you can say that, uh, because of evidence against them um, than her. And I think she'd be an amazing addition as far as performance-wise to the NXT women's roster. Yeah. Um, Patrine, by the way, it's on Axis TV, I believe, A-X-S. You can't get it everywhere. Um, but if you want to watch it, it's on Thursday nights, and they stream it on Twitch TV uh, on the Internet. And she brings up a good question, by the way. Chum, maybe you can answer this. Can someone explain to, uh, to me how people are able to go around uh, you know, collecting different belts? I thought the person only wrestled in a certain place. It's because of the agreements they have. and Yeah, well, think of the territory days when you could go around to different places and defend your belt in different territories and this, that, and the other thing. It's a similar idea. You have a working arrangement with these other companies, and um, you, you know the, the creative has it working that way with a, a set result that you're going to, to be there and available to, to follow through on the storyline they have set up. Yeah, because because yeah. the champion is, is to draw of that, and maybe you know, they come into the territory for you know a couple of weeks and – you know, they start this hot feud off and then it culminates with, you know, whatever it does. And then, and then that's how, you know, that's how the territory worked. You know, you, you didn't see, you know, until WWE really kind of came around where you just saw the same guys on television. Every yeah. Week. Oh, yeah. I see. Them oh, yeah. You back in the day, seeing the world champion live was was a big deal. Yeah. Um, you, you'd get pre-taped segments and whatnot and you get, you know, interviews and everything. But seeing the world champion live and performing was a big deal back in the day. Um, but yeah. you know, it, it, you know, like Dave said, then WWE changed the whole game. Um, but it, I do kind of enjoy the territory like thing with new Japan, uh, AEW and impact. I think it's kind of fun to have that, uh, mixture of stuff. So, yeah. uh, Jeffrey. And again, there you go right there. He's talking about Lars Sullivan. Lars sat there getting a paycheck for way too long, considering some of the things he was guilty of and they had proof of. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, I just don't think that, that, Somebody saying Tessa said something, you know, or treated, you know, treated them badly is enough to scare WWE away. Yeah. And blank and color. And I forget what guy posted what. And then the other guy had the, um, um, like when he went to a, uh, was it, was it New Year's Eve or he was out somewhere not doing yeah, COVID yeah. protocol, which, you know, was a red flag. You want to be on Roman's brand and you're doing that, you know, that, yeah. that doesn't help you there. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> it, it, Got to play by the rules, man. Got to play by the rules. Yeah. So uh, a big thing coming up to uh, Wednesday, Sean. You ready yes. for this? The blood and guts match in AEW. We talked about this previously. Uh, I don't remember if it was last week's episode or the episode before. But we did discuss it. We discussed the rules similar to an old school uh, um, war games match. Uh, there will be a top on the cage. 
and there will be no pinfall or no yeah no pinfalls it's only submission or surrender yeah. uh to finish the match um it's going to be interesting to say the very least i am i am intrigued in watching it i do want to see it um so i'll give them that at the very least it should they it have, should they be have, good they do have five matches announced oh do they okay because remember yeah, there was that yeah. speculation it was going to be the only match of the night yeah yeah so we have um uh, Brett Baker versus TBA. So is, is that to be announced? Okay, that's okay. <laughs> sure. I'm um, wondering if that one's going to end up being um, um, what's her name again? Um, uh, oh God, help me. Thunder Rosa. A Thunder Rosa could yeah. be. Yeah, I mean, they're not bringing anybody in from Japan. The they've who... kind of been doing an, an, a storyline between the two of them for a while, even after their their unsanctioned match or whatever. They did it. They're doing this thing now where they're both collecting wins to move themselves up the rankings, like to get there before the other one. So I could see it being something like that. I know, but I felt like that match was like the end all of like. Oh, I do too. I do too. But I mean, it wouldn't shock me if they went no. back there. Um, I'm trying to think of who else it could be. Maybe it'll be just be a one-time surprise or something. You never know. So. Yeah. Uh, you got SoCal Uncensored versus Jurassic Express versus Varsity Blondes versus The Acclaimed. Should be a good match. Fun. It should, it'll be. I'm telling you this, Dave. That's not the match for you because there's going to be a lot of suicide dives. <laughs> so. And, and probably a tower doom spot or two. I would guess at least one or two. Yeah, probably maybe, maybe two far. simultaneously. <laughs> They're like you're on two different corners. You know what I mean? Like that's possible. So, in any event. Uh, I'd like to see Jurassic Express win, but at this point, you got uh, the acclaimed and Varsity Blonde. SCU has to win because I think yeah. they did some thing where if they don't win, like they're they're the next match they lose, they're gonna they're gonna retire or something. I think I think they made that stipulation themselves. Okay. Um. So I feel like SCU has to win that. Gotcha. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus uh, QT Marshall. That that whole feud, I I get what they're doing with it. They're trying to use it to elevate QT and these guys he's hanging out with, but that are also trained at the Nightmare Academy. But um, man, this whole feud feels beneath Cody. Yeah, you, you should have elevated QT a little bit before you uh, you did this because it just doesn't feel like it's worth Cody's time. Yeah, you got the uh, tag match: Kenny Omega versus MT uh, Nakazawa. If I'm saying that right, versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. It'll be entertaining. It, it, it will be. I mean, it'll be some crazy spots for sure. And then, yeah. Uh, and then the you know, the main. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? You mean. <laughs> The main event of the evening. Yes, the inner circle. Yes. yes. Chris Jericho, uh, Hager, Guevara, St. Santana uh, Ortiz was the pinnacle, MJF, uh, Wardrow, uh, Sean Spears, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood. Um, is this where MJF and all them, you know, is, is this where he's going to become, you know, not the scapegoat, but because doesn't he have issues with the guys or whatever? I don't know. It's hard to tell with their, with the way they do this. Uh, it doesn't yeah. seem like it doesn't seem like he has a big problem with his guys. Uh, but I feel like something will happen here. I get the impression that what might end up happening is they end up like MJF blames Tully for them losing, or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, which should tell you right there. I'm thinking the Pinnacle is going to win this. Um, that being said, I don't know. Somebody said I saw a rumor somewhere that this isn't the end of the feud. And I'm like, oh, dear God, you're having a cage match called Blood and Guts, and it's not the end of your feud? Like, that's a horrible idea. Now, I'm going to reserve judgment because that's a rumor. I, I could entirely be false. I, I, um, hope, I hope you're wrong. Like, but my thing is this. If the pin, if the, I'm sorry, if the, if the inner circle wins, then it kind of needs to not be the end because the pinnacle has done nothing of note at this point. They need yeah. something big. If the pinnacle wins, I could see it being the end of the feud. You know what I mean? I think it's really going to depend. I think Jericho has some time off coming his way. Um, and I think they like might there might be some Fozzie shows coming around. I'm not sure. Um, so I'm thinking 
they might end up now that I think about that, the pinnacle may win this thing and, and Jericho may be the one who, who loses. Yeah. I mean, right. And again, he goes away for a while. You gotta go. Um, Jeffrey brings some good points. I think it was starting the feed with this match. Um, you know what? And, and that's the problem with like WWE. Hey, we have a hell of a cell coming up. Mm, what could we throw in there? So, yeah. What kills me is you didn't have to do this. You didn't have to. You, the last one got postponed. Why you didn't have to do this one here. You yeah. could have, you could have moved it around. Um, I, I do agree with Jeffrey. I think the Pentacle needs the win more than the inner circle. Yeah. And I think the other guys need more time in, in the inner circle. The other guys, they've been around long enough for, for us to be familiar with the faces and the names and whatnot. They need chances to strike out on their own now. So I need to see Guevara doing some stuff on his own. I need to see Santana and Ortiz doing some stuff on their own. Yeah. Um, I need, you know, Hager will get a chance to do his own thing. And Jericho doesn't need to be there all the time. I think he can take some time yeah. off and, and allow them to try to rise. With the advantages they can, while he's gone, they can either really do well and get over and everything and, and have good careers. Um, and then he comes back and it's this big super group, you know what I mean? Or they can maybe not be doing as well. He'll come back and they'll, they'll reform and that well in of itself still be a hot moment. Or, or maybe he comes back and like, maybe the, you know, they're still doing good. And it's like, hey, we didn't need you. You know, yeah. if they bring it back as a heel. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, and then you have a feud going from there. So, yeah. so Agreed. there's a lot of options here, which, which, and nothing predictable. Cause sometimes like WWE likes to, Hand, you're like, oh, these guys are breaking up. This is happening. Unless it's the hurt business, because we're just going to cast them aside for no reason. Thank you. Thank you. That still hurts. <laughs> yes, it does. Every day. Every day. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess that's go. it. That is it. All right. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, there's some quick takes on wrestling real quick for you here on a Monday. Uh, we'll let everybody get back to the work they're supposed to be doing right now. Yeah, the boss doesn't. The boss doesn't know Dave's in there. Um, he's probably watching as we speak. <laughs> probably. The, uh, in any event, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, remember, you can always reach us at our email if you want to. Espr at fm ninety nine dot com. Uh, social media, obviously, uh, facebook.com slash espr99 and on the Twitter at espr99. You can also, e uh, no, I did the email. You can find <laughs> us on all your major podcasting apps, ESPR Wrestling. Just give us a five-star rating and a review when you subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. And, of course, the easiest and simplest way, fm99.com and 1069thefox.com, right under the media tab, will always link you to our most recent episode. All right, so uh, I guess next week will be the preview episode, right, for uh, – for backlash, uh, I guess preview, preview because we're two weeks away. I guess it depends. Are we going to go? Well, next week would be the preview, right? Yeah, it would be. Yeah, I guess it. Yeah, because it. I don't know, Dave. I'm so confused. It's, it's all right. Hey, Patrice got a question, by the way. If uh, you watch any of the biographies, I have not. Uh, are we talking? Which ones are we talking? The about? The DNA shows that have been doing. Oh no, I haven't yet. I haven't. I've watched some of the WWE icon things online. Are there on more the, on the network? Now? Well, the, net, the on the network things, uh, the, I've, I've watched. Um, what have I watched so far? I've watched because they did Yokozuna. I didn't know. I did Yokozuna, that. and I watched Beth Phoenix. Oh, well, they, okay. I didn't know that was up yet. I'll have to check. Yeah, that and they're both really, really good. If you haven't seen them, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, I do want to check out some of those A and E things though, between. So thank you for reminding me. Yeah. So sure. all right. Until next week, when we'll either preview or preview preview. Remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Have a great day, everybody. Get out. Thanks for watching. We're listening. <laughs>